Welcome to House Money Podcast and our NFL Week 15 show. I'm Easy E and I'm the host. Joining me today, Chalkboard. Chalkboard! Chalkboard. Again, we are uh, sans T-bone. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, what can we say? It's been a crazy 2020 and this is uh, the second show that we're going boneless. So we'll try to come through like some hot wings. What? Yeah, uh, yeah. 2020 has not been good to the show. It's not been good to our picks. It's not been good to our personnel. Uh, we're, 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 we're down one guy today. Um, he went to second shift. He's currently working a different job now. So it makes his attendance a little bit more difficult. You know, this came to me, like, because we were talking to him just for the show, because there was still like a 2% chance he was going to be able to make it in time for the broadcast. But, you know, I actually thought about, you know, had we had the guy on speaker, dude, we could have him on the bone phone. <laughs> I like that, dog. I like it. I'm gonna give you a bell. You said last week the bell didn't work on Saturdays, dog. The bell works on Saturdays. Did you get some WD forty for that. Okay. There you go. Hey, it's a good thing we got jokes because we sure as hell ain't got any picks. Uh, God, last week struggling, dude. Uh, we're just and and a minute ago you and I talked about. It. I liked every pick when we walked out the door. It just didn't come to fruition. It, there's been so many times when you know we do the show and like it's like I don't know, I, I don't feel. But these last few weeks, it's like I think we've all felt pretty confident. It's just been a slap in the face because some of these picks haven't been like bad beats. Some of them were just not close, and it's just I don't know, man. I guess just chalk it up to you know 2020 and just everything that's gone wrong with this year. Yeah, well, I do appreciate, like I said last week, you showing up uh, every week. We're going to keep putting these picks out. At this point in time, you should be fading us. And if you are fading us, you are making a fortune. So you should be happy we're still recording this show. So uh, on that note, let's go ahead and roll. Obviously, it's Saturday morning. We try to give T-Bone the opportunity to make it. He wasn't able to show up. So uh, we're not going to cover Thursday night's game. Uh, we're going to roll into Saturday if you're ready to rock, Chalkboard. Yeah, let's do it. Obviously, on Thursday, I would have gone pro Raiders, so it's just as well. No doubt. Probably would have, too. So there you go. That's where we're at. Uh, Buffalo versus Denver. Denver plus five and a half. Totals 49. Uh, Buffalo 10 and three straight up. Eight and five against the spread. Beat Pittsburgh 26-15. Buffalo continues to play well. Four and one straight up. And five and oh against the spread uh, their last five games. Josh Allen, he's made a regular season believer out of me. Um, we'll see next month, you know, what he's got in the playoffs. Uh, but as of today, you know, it's hard to argue with that record. Buffalo is 10-3. and three. Uh, I mentioned they won four of their last five. Those wins include Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Seattle. Um, so, you know, they, they even have some decent wins on the board. Yeah, they've beaten legitimate teams. And, I mean, Denver basically has been out, you know, for a while. They're just kind of playing out the string. You know, maybe sort of like how possibly uh, some of those shows we listen to do. But nah. I digress. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me set Denver up. Denver five and eight straight up, eight and five against the spread. Uh, they went on the road to Carolina and won outright. You know, you say that chalkboard, but uh, Drew Locke happened to have a career day: two hundred and eighty yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. But Denver's hard to read because if you throw out that game where they didn't have a quarterback against New Orleans. You know, Denver's two and one over the last over the last three games. It wins over Carolina and Miami, uh, and a close loss to Kansas City, twenty two to sixteen. It's just so hard to buy an offense that ranks 29th in total points scored in the NFL. Um, who do you like today? Buffalo at Denver. Denver plus five and a half. Well, I think the the thing that would seem obvious would be the Bills, but like you say, there's just something about mile high, some sort of fluky play, whether it be a special teams touchdown or a defensive deal. And you just don't know with Denver because it's just 
like you say, I mean, they're still playing. You know, if you if it was one of those teams, they had just kind of like laid down and it was whatever. But, you know, Drew Locke has actually been playing better. I mean, the Bills still have stuff to play for. I, well, they do and they don't because they basically wrapped up their division. I think they're like 98% chance they're going to, you know, um, win, win the East. But it's <sighs> – I don't know, man. Six po- uh, five and a half, six points. I know, I know. T would be on the Bills. I know he liked him last week. Um, I mean, if you made me pick the game, I would take Buffalo because that's just me. Yeah. See, that's funny. If you made me take the game, I'd take Denver. Yeah. That's just me. So I don't know. There's another game Saturday though. Let, let, let's talk about it, and uh, later on we'll kind of split out. Kind of when you and I kind of do it, we go three versus one-on-one, pick a few games. If you want to come back to that, you're welcome to it. Okay. Uh, Saturday night, Carolina versus Green Bay. Green Bay minus eight. Totals 51 and a half. Carolina four and nine straight up, seven and six against the spread. They lost at home to Denver, 32-27. Um, you know, Carolina's not good and without most of their weapons. Uh, but they do have a knack for playing close games. Other than that blowout to Tampa Bay, Carolina has not lost by eight points all year. I say Carolina has to be pretty pretty daggone good against the spread this season, right? I mean, they they're, they're pretty much in every game. To your point, yeah, they're uh, seven seven and six against the spread. But you know, as a dog, Teddy covers, dude. And and he's playing. He's he's going to be there. You know, again, if you would have told me that they would have been as competitive as they are, Sands McCaffrey and just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks, I would have been like, no way. Agree. But this is just a scrappy team. I don't know if it just uh, speaks to the, the coaches and just the mentality of the team or whatever. This is eight. I mean, Green Bay is going to win the game. The whole thing is, are they going to win by ten? Well, I tell you what I liked about Carolina, to, to, all your, to your point, is uh, Carolina ranks fifth in turnovers. Mm-hmm. They just simply don't give the ball away. Teddy makes good decisions, and, and they keep the game close, you know. But uh, Green Bay – uh, ten and three straight up, eight and five against the spread. Beat Detroit thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, they're five and one over their last six games, but those wins are over Detroit, Philadelphia, Chicago, Jacksonville, and San Francisco. You could argue this Carolina is probably the toughest team they've played. <laughs> well, the one loss in there was to Indianapolis. Uh, you wouldn't think, oh, yeah. That, yeah, but you wouldn't think this. But the offense ranks first or second in every category except it, rushing yards. But it's that defense. Yeah, uh, they can score for sure. But I don't know. I haven't watched a Green Bay game yet that really that I've walked away impressed. So you tell me, Chopboard. Carolina versus Green Bay. Green Bay minus eight. As much as I hate to say it, I feel like you'd almost have to take Carolina the eight points, right? I mean, although a guy across this table told me it's like this line would indicate that they feel like Green Bay's going to do it because if they really wanted you to take Green Bay, they'd make it something silly like six and a half. Well, I mean, it opened at seven and a half, and it's been the money's coming in on Green Bay, 68% of the money on Green Bay. This game's tonight. It's uh, it's the second game of this doubleheader, but I've actually looked at the weather in both situations. Actually, Buffalo, it's better that they're playing in Denver because they got all that crazy snow up in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like 45 degrees or something when that game kicks off. This game, it's it's Lambeau in December. What do you expect? It's going to be like 20-something degrees. It is what it is. Weather's not going to be a factor. My thing is there's no snow. There's nothing crazy like that going on. <sighs> I, I, arm twisted, I would take Carolina. Right. All right, let's roll on to the next game, game number three. Sunday night, Cleveland versus the New York Giants. The Giants plus six. The total's 44. Cleveland's nine and four straight up, five and eight against the spread. They lost 47-42 to Baltimore in a wild game on Monday night football. 
Cleveland quietly putting together a decent season. You know, their defense probably isn't where it should be, uh, but at least the franchise isn't a, isn't a complete shit show anymore. Um, I like Baker, Chubb, and Hunt. They could put up a lot of points when Mayfield doesn't try to do too much, um, kind of when he stays in his lane. The Giants 5-8 and eight straight up, 8-5 and five against the spread, got rolled by Arizona 26-7. to seven. They just didn't show up. Unfortunately, that game saw the return of Danny Jones. Uh, uh, 11 for you mean t- Danny Dimes? 11 for 21 for 127 yards. Uh, the offense is terrible, ranking 31 in total yards, 31st in total yards, 30th in passing, and 31st in points scored. Um, you know, the flip side is the defense is still really good, but if Cleveland gets a lead, the, the Giants have no shot in coming back. It's tough to take the Giants here. Chalkboard. I, I don't know if you knew this little tidbit. I actually just came across it last night when I was uh, studying for the show. <laughs> Asterix. Um, Jason, Jason Garrett has COVID, who's the offensive coordinator for the Giants. So the guy who will be calling the plays for the Giants offense is, T would be all over this, Freddie Kitchens, who used to be the coach of the Browns. So this is the Freddie Kitchens revenge game where he's going to be calling plays against what, you know, he was the one that was Baker's coach all those years and everything. So I almost feel like he's going to try to throw everything at them because he's going to want to win this game so bad that he's going to trip all over his own. So I like the Browns in this game. I feel like the defense is going to do what they're going to do. The only thing that scares me about the Browns is I feel like it was such a disheartening loss to Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the Ravens. Uh, but I think, you know, I think they're going to take that because this isn't your dad's Browns. I think these Browns, what are they, 9-3? Nine 9-4. and 9-4. Nine and four. They're going to make the playoffs. or I mean, they're in a they're in a good spot to make the playoffs wild card. Uh, I just feel like they can't drop this game, and it's, you know. Cleveland, I think they've had some decent wins. I don't think that's, that's a fake 9-4. No. I, I think they're, I mean, again, I think they're a good team, and as long as Baker doesn't try to do too much, they can put points on the board. You took the words out of my mouth when you said stay in your lane. Like I say, I, th- I think Kitchens is going to try to be overly creative because he's going to want to beat them so bad. You know, it's almost like when you try too hard type deal is what I almost feel like is going to happen. And I feel like if, if these both these teams just come up and play and Cleveland plays to 80% and the Giants, you know, or even like what it's, they should be able to win this game and cover. Well, it's interesting. This game opened at three and it's been bet up to six. I guess it's the terrible showing by the Giants last week. Well, and I feel like somebody in this room would probably say the value's probably gone from the three to the six as well, far as us. As far, yeah, if you like Cleveland for sure, for sure. I mean, that's, whew, that's a lot. But anyway, let's roll on. Monday night, uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati plus 13. The total's 40 and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh 11 and 2 straight up, 8 and 5 against the spread. Lost to Buffalo 26 15. Again, Pittsburgh manages just 48 yards rushing. Yeah. Uh, you can't win in the NFL in December and January running the ball less than 50 yards a game. Um, same game, Big Ben only threw for 187 yards. Uh, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions. But, you know, that's a total of 235 yards of offense in a football game. I mean, that, that's not going to win too many games. Um, they won't have a problem this weekend, though. Cincinnati's 2-10 and 10 straight up, 7-6 and six against the spread. They lost at home to Dallas, 30-7. to seven. I think we can officially say Cincinnati is done. Since Burrow went down, Cincinnati has scored 17-7-7. Seven, uh, bad Monday night football game, and looks like a get-right spot for Pittsburgh here. Chalkboard, who you like? So would you say it's fair to say, since the quarterback went down, the Bengals have burled their heads into the sand? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it does matter. 
I, I'm missing a. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's the insert. You know, said T-bone plug there. Just the moan. Yeah, uh, there, insert said <laughs> random T-bone noise there. Burp, moan, something. Yeah. Uh, yes. In this game, uh, the good news for the Steelers fans is they will they will end the streak now. They will not lose three in a row. Um, the point, the question that you're posing to me is, are they going to win by two touchdowns? Uh, that's for Tebow. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to put anything on the Bengals at this point. I mean, I know you're getting the 13 points, but say this is a little bit of like the Steelers trying to get right, you know, trying to work on that offense. Like you say, there's no way that they show up in this game and don't make uh, a concentrated effort to try to run the ball more. I think when they do that, that's going to loosen up Ben to hit Juju to hit, uh, you know, um, the other receiver. I can see Washington. Washington. No, there's another guy too. Uh, Claypool. Claypool. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. I feel like, again, I don't know that either one of us is going to go in this game, but I would take the Steelers. I just feel like we were talking about this a minute ago. If Denver had, like, what seems to be Cincinnati's mentality where we're just done, you know, I, they're just not, you know, I just feel like they're just going through the motions now. Pittsburgh needs this, and they need a game where they can kind of feel good about themselves. Uh, I'm not thinking about laying this number, but I was looking at Connor just because I'm curious, what is going on with this guy? He's, again, listed as questionable. It says a quadricep. Well, I think at one point he was in the COVID thing, and then I think he got banged up or something, a uh, helmet to the leg or something like that, so I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I have no interest in laying 13 with Pittsburgh. I, it's They're in a weird state at the moment. I mean, they're going to win this game. Like you said, the streak's going to end. They're just they're – just... Honestly, if you went one way or the other, would you push this up to 20 or take it under a touchdown? You'd almost have to do Pittsburgh under a touchdown, right? Oh. <laughs> Good question, dude. It's a teaser, teaser question. I don't know. I I don't feel good with Cincinnati plus nineteen. <laughs> no, what kind of statement is that? <laughs> and honestly, I don't feel good with Pittsburgh minus seven. So I I, I don't know. I guess that I means I don't really like this game too much. Uh well, that 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 covers those four games that are on TV. Uh, this is typically where we would go to the who you like portion. Since uh, T Bone's not here, we usually call it audible here. Just uh, me versus you. Each of us take three picks. I think last time we did this, you beat me two to one, one to two. So uh, got a little revenge coming this week, sir. Since you're the winner, why don't you go first? Who, who's your number one pick this week? Well, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way because, you know, I, I, I don't want to pull any punch, punches. We're getting toward the end of the season. It's a chalky show. So I don't even have to ask you what do you think about it. I'm just picking who I like. Well, yeah, but you, t- you tell me who it is, and then I'll give you the line, and then you tell me why you like it. What do you think about the Jets at the Rams? The New York Jets at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams minus 17. Chalkboard. For your first play of the week, tell me who do you like? Uh, Well, although they're going to have to fly out there on a jet, I do not like New York. I think the Rams, I've seen certain folks that I actually believe in pretty well that had this game as like 35 to nothing, uh, twenty-eight to seven. I mean, I just I like the Rams. I feel like the Rams could probably play at fifty percent and hover at this number. I just feel like that. I don't think I would. I would. I, I gotta imagine that right now it's set for the Jets to score nine or less. I don't think they're even set to score ten points. 
Okay, so this is what we're going to do here, Todd Board. I'm going to write you down as your first pick, the L.A. Rams minus the 17. But explain something to me. Okay, so you're, you're on the board with that. Explain to me why did the Jets play so good against the Raiders and, and played Miami re- relatively tough. Then they played the Chargers relatively tough. Uh, they, they go back, they played New England relatively tough. But then last week against Seattle, they just laid an egg. What went wrong last week with the Jets? I, I don't know. I don't. It's more of like what went right for them to play the other. I mean, obviously the Raiders are all over the place. Who who were the teams that you just mentioned? The Raiders, who they all played tough. Uh, they played Miami tough. They played the Chargers tough. They played New England thirty to twenty seven. Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like that the Rams are just better than all those teams. I feel like they're sort of head and shoulders above all those teams. I mean, none of those teams are going to go to the playoffs. True that. Okay, so let's see. Rams beat New England last week, 24-3. Before that, Arizona, 38-20. Before that, they lost to San Francisco, 23-20. Before that, wins over Tampa Bay, Seattle, a loss to Miami. Well, I don't like to go too far in the past. I like to say relatively. So the last two weeks, the Rams would have covered the 17. Well, Todd Board, it's your pick, brother, your money. You're on the board, number one, Los Angeles Rams minus 17. Plus, when you leave Chalk in charge of his own picks, what better fashion for me to come out the gate taking the biggest spread on the piece of paper? There you go. Good good point. All right. Because I my, – my pick, my pick. Because I felt like – The Rams you, are off the board, by the way. Rams are off the board. You had nothing to worry about. Uh, and because I do feel like I may have something to worry about on this, you felt a little lukewarm earlier, I'm going to go ahead and snatch that Carolina plus eight off um I, I like teddy to keep it close there I, I i think green bay is looking forward to the playoffs um you know i don't know like we said i don't know how carolina's doing it missing mccaffrey but somehow or another they don't turn the ball over they keep games close and if i if i'm gonna get more in a touchdown with with teddy bridgewater i'm gonna take it so go ahead and give me carolina uh plus the eight it seems very much like i said i think anyone that's followed the show the last two three years it's like I think we're playing right into our wheelhouses here. You know, we're getting toward that part of the season where it's like, you know what? Sometimes I think you overthink things. Now we're just going back to our roots. No doubt. All right, so you're up next. You got the second pick, dog. Who you like? So going back to our roots, Detroit and Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're, I can't believe you're going to do this. All right, so Detroit at Tennessee. Uh, I believe it's Tennessee minus 11.5. Yes, it's opened at 8.5. Uh Obviously, I know you like Tennessee, but my, before you start pitching it, what's Stafford's health? Go ahead, sir. I think Stafford is doubtful. He had like multiple either broken or bruised ribs. So my thing is, with a quarterback, even if you were to start that game, it's unlikely you'd be able to finish. I mean, I just, like I say, Tennessee's going to win the game. Tennessee needs to win this. You know, basically... Yeah, it does suck that it's gone up. But, you know, it already opened up at 8.5, so really you've only just crossed over 10, which kind of sucks. But I just, you know, again, sticking to my roots. I got people sometimes kind of shooting me messages here and there. It's like, you don't seem so chalky lately. This is for you guys, and you know who you are. West Coast, South Side, Northeast, all you people. Oh, and my people in South Beach. So going chalky this week. All right, Todd Board. Well, this is all I got to say about this pick. I, I don't necessarily hate it. Tennessee's put up. 31, 35, 45, 30, 34 in their last five or six games. So, so the question is, what do you think you're going to get out of Detroit? And with no weapons on offense, I can't, are they going to put up 14? 
Yeah, that's all right. So, okay, I see we're working now. So, yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere around the line of 10 to 24. Well, no, I mean, I think I think the I want to say the Titans are going to score 28 to 31 points. So I think there's going to be enough play in there for them to cover this 12 yeah, points. Yeah, so that's what I was getting at. Can Detroit score 17? I don't think so. Well, then Tennessee should be your winner. All right, chalkboard, I got you. Number, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I got you. Number two pick, Tennessee minus 11 and a half. What was you going to say? I was just going to say, and the way this is going to have to go for the script to work for me is like once Tennessee gets the lead because of Henry and everything else, they can just pound the ball, pound the ball, run out the clock, and it's just, you know, it's – just not that you even have to keep Detroit off the field. There almost be, might be a mentality where it's like we'd like to have Detroit on the field so we get a pick six. So it's like, I just like it. All right, dog. Sounds We're getting good. close to Christmas. You know how sometimes chocolate it flows looks like a winter wonderland. I got you, brother. I got you. All right, my second pick. I am going to take the Minnesota Vikings minus the three. Um, like that pick actually. I, I think uh, what you've seen last week out of Chicago was was pure smoke and mirrors. I mean, it was Chicago's best game of the year. Uh, you're not going to get a better performance out of Chicago than that. Uh, Minnesota, I watched the entire Minnesota-Tampa Bay game. Um, Minnesota was not as bad in that game as it looked. Damn, Zerline missed his f- four field goals. He missed four field goals. Uh, Bailey. I thought it was Greg the Leg. Is that not who they have? No, it's it's because he's actually like they because they kept throwing up a stat. He's like the sixth most accurate kicker in NFL history or something. Whatever the hell he is, dog. He met, kept miss, and I was on the over, which is why it particularly pained me every time he missed a field goal. Are you talking about whose kicker? Minnesota's kicker? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Minnesota Tampa Bay. Yes. Yeah, that was. Uh... That was painful to watch. For sure, for sure. So I don't think Minnesota was as bad as that game looked. I think you got the best possible uh, Chicago Bears that you could get. It opened at six, and now it's all the way down to three. Um, Chicago can't score. Trubisky is not good. Uh, Minnesota is in a get. They need to win here. They need to play well. I believe they're getting healthy again, right? Everybody's back? Yeah. No, Cook's been playing. I mean, Cook's, you know, obviously been pretty much, well, I mean, possibly Henry, but it's like Cook has just been the, yeah. one of the, the best running backs in the league. And really, Cousins sort of falls a little bit under, like, the uh, Baker type thing. If Cousins stays in his lane and he hits, like, uh, you know, you got uh, Thielen and the rookie, Jefferson, I, I mean, they have enough to where they can do that. And the defense is probably middle of the road to where they can do whatever. My thing is, like, for all these years on this show, I don't feel like anyone really, you know, Gives uh, really believes in the truth. Nobody's big like Mitch fans around here. Nobody. No, is Thielen playing? <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, I, I think it should basically be both sides should be pretty relatively healthy from what I've seen. All right, I'm yeah, I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at Minnesota right now, and Thielen is not even listed on the. Uh, he had injuries. a COVID thing, and then he got dinged up. But I yeah, I think he's passed all that. All right, I'm taking it. My second pick, I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings minus three against Chicago. Chalkboard, who you like with your last pick? <laughs> There's two ways I could go here. And I'm kind of leaning one way, but uh, because I, I promised it to the fans, and, you know, they're the ones that pay our salaries. Um what do you think about – oh, man. No, I'm going to go this way. 
just because they got, like, not a lot of wins, but they got some weapons, what do you think about the Niners going to the Cowboys? San Francisco at Dallas. Dallas plus three, opened at two and a half. Chalkboard, who do you like? I'm going to take the Cowboys and the points. That was, and that, was my, that was my next pick, dog. Go ahead. Tell me why you like Dallas. Well, like you say, Dallas, you know, again, it was a red rifle going home, beating up on Cincinnati. It's kind of like kicking a puppy. But I feel like that, that gives you a little bit of confidence. It shows you glimpses of what they should have been all season long. Niners are still just not quite right. Uh, but, you know, Dallas gets points playing at home. Something about the dog and the bone and all this stuff. I feel like Dallas just has more offense. And this sort of plays because San Francisco's not really like, I don't know what they average, but, you know, Dallas's big Achilles is like their defense can't stop it anyway. It's not like San Francisco puts up a bunch of points. I think Dallas can just outscore them. No, I, I agree. I, I like Dallas in this game. This was actually going to be my next pick. I'll show you my uh, sheet here in a minute. You know, Dallas didn't look that bad against Baltimore two weeks ago. No. Uh, they moved the ball against them. They couldn't get the ball in the end zone. And then last week they go into Cincinnati and just smoke them. I do think Dallas is playing a little bit better. I'll show you my sheet right here. I have Minnesota, Dallas, and Carolina written down. So so you are you, you did. Where's the ca- oh, oh, camera? Oh, two. He actually hasn't typed out, ladies and gentlemen. He just didn't just. Yeah, scribble that down right now. So, so I did have Minnesota, Dallas, and Carolina already there. So, no, I, I love the pick chalkboard. Nice job, Dallas plus the three. So, so, which forces me to get creative. I can tell you who I was going to take if you went the other one. I, I, I think, um, I think I'll, I think I'll be all right. Let me, let me see what I got here. Hmm. It is the Christmas season. You know, because I I was I did happen to hear your and T Bone's conversation uh, before we started the show. <laughs> yes. I, I'm I'm going to stay away from that New England at Miami game, and, and I'm going to let uh, the fans hear T Bone's pick later on. So I I, I feel kind of bad because I'm privy to this information because now it's Saturday morning. Uh, but Kansas City at New Orleans, New Orleans plus the hand three. to Jesus. That was my game that I was going back and forth to Dallas. Yeah, you know, and I say I feel bad because now it's Saturday morning and I know Drew Brees is playing. So I know I'm not getting the same New Orleans team I probably would have got if the show was on Wednesday night. And I have to thank New Orleans coming off uh, the loss to Philadelphia where they look terrible. And they're, and they're getting their, their quarterback back. They're going to get right. They're getting three points. I don't see Kansas City going, what, 16-1 and or 15-1 and on the season. They're going to lose another game. Man, so they have lost once. Who was – oh, that's right. The Raiders. So – and this could be a future Super Bowl – uh, you know, game. The teaser. Yeah. That's right. what I've seen it advertised as. Right. So, and I bet you that, so this is how this goes. New Orleans wins here as a dog. Then the line opens up in the Super Bowl at two and a half, and Kansas City probably blitzes them. They probably beat them by 12, uh, 10 or 13. So, but in this spot, I'm going to take New Orleans plus the three uh, at home, short dog, get their, get their quarterback back in a get right spot from the Saints. And, you know, to all your points, I still feel like there's going to be more than what we were used to seeing packages for Taysom Hill. They're going to bring back Breeze, but I still think they're going to throw him out there a couple times. It it used to drive me crazy when I'd watch these games because I can't imagine as a quarterback, especially a guy like Breeze, that like you almost feel like once he gets in a rhythm, it's like all of a sudden it's like – because it just seemed like sometimes Peyton would just throw him in at the weirdest times. It's like I could see it like on a third and inches. It's like, all right, bring in this dude, let him just blitz through and just like whatever. But – I don't know. Sometimes I almost feel like that. And I think Sean Payton is a offensive genius, but it's just like sometimes I think he gets too cute sometimes. Does he call his own plays? 
Uh, I believe so. There might be a guy in title who's the offensive coordinator there, but every time they show the sideline, I'm seeing this. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the same time. Every, every time I see him, he's holding a sheet in front of him reading. I don't know. think it's our picks. So. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, hey, with that said, we're, we got six picks on the table. And uh, chalkboard, you got the Rams minus 17, Tennessee minus 11 and a half, and Dallas plus three. Uh, I took Carolina plus eight, Minnesota minus three, and the New Orleans Saints plus three. Good luck, dog. All right. I feel like all I got to do is go one and two. And I'm still just floating at the Mendoza line. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Crystal ball predictions. Last week, Antonio uh, Brown, Tampa Bay wide receiver touchdown. How'd he do? He actually, I was watching that game just for that reason. He caught a ball and got stuck and pushed out at the two. Seems like just right into the 2020 mantra. So Damn, he did right. not get in. All right. I appreciate you trying, A.B. Good looking out, son. Who you like this week? This week, I'm going in uh, a little bit of a different direction because, you know, obviously A.B.'s like, you know, very well known. I'm going for a rookie receiver. Uh, T-Bone's probably heard of him. You may have. Uh, kid that's actually playing for the Miami Dolphins. Lynn Bowden Jr.? Lynn Bowden Jr. I think the Dolphins are a bit banged up. Uh, I don't know that if Parker, Grant, the tight end, they're all questionable. At one point, I saw that they were all doubtful. I think they're trying to get at least one of them healthy enough to play. And I think Lynn caught seven balls last week and like six the week before. So they've actually, he actually threw a pass. So they're trying to, like, I don't know if he's going to catch something to get the end zone, but either via run, some sort of like kickoff return, something. I just have a feeling that this could be his week to score at home in Miami uh, because it's Christmas in Miami and it's less windy. So he's going to create a touchdown. He's going to create a touchdown. He might get like a light bright and make one on the screen, but he's going to create a touchdown. There you go. I did see last week he got like nine targets or something like that. So they are trying to get him involved. Oh, yeah. they. uh, So And I feel like when you have a playmaker, just get him the ball. Yeah. So And we're getting toward the end of the year, and I I am trying to go back to somebody for their first one. So this will be his first NFL TD. There you go. Lynn, my Christmas present to you. There you go. Speaking of playmakers, T-Bone, your choice cut, brother. Last week, Buffalo minus two was a winner. T-Bone gets the W, six and eight on the year. Uh, did he tell well, – I, I know he told you because I heard the conversation. Who's T-Bone's choice cut this week, Chuck? Well, I thought it was also a nice lead-in because uh, me taking Lynn, T-Bone, to everyone's surprise, collective gasp, is going to go with his beloved Finns. Uh, do you want to set it up or anything? New England at Miami? Uh, New England, Miami, it's currently sitting at Miami. Is it minus one and a half? Yes, sir. Yeah, minus one and a half. Opened at two and a half. This is interesting, okay? Opened at two and a half. It's currently one and a half. So the line has gone down, yet 72% of of picks are on Miami. Only 28% on New England, yet your line is falling. Mm, Sharp money. I just, me personally, because of how banged up Miami is, and, you know, Belichick just seems to have Miami's number. I just, I would have, if, if we would have had to choose this game, I probably would have taken the Patriots, much to T-Bone's chagrin. I, I would have as well. I, honestly, I'm probably on New England here. Just that, just that stat I just gave you, the, all the money is coming in on Miami and the line's falling. Right. And, you know, it just, and we were talking about last week, probably the last two or three weeks, Cam hasn't looked good at all. So we're not really, I don't know how, but I just feel like my gut feeling would be on the Patriots in this game. Let's see. So they lost last week to the Rams. Cam was. This will be great. It's not going to be an impressive line. It wasn't a perfect QB rating. I do know that. 
9 of 16 for 119 yards. I, yeah. And he only ran the ball for 16 yards. So, I mean, really, what are you getting out of this guy? Well, they brought in uh, Stidham, right? Yeah. yeah. He was 5 of 7, but he went for 27 yards, so he couldn't have thrown anything downfield. I mean, the thing about it is I think Miami has enough defense to where a T-Bones pick could come through because you're just – I mean, what's the over-under in this game? Is it like eight points? Uh, look, it opened at 44. It's already down to 41 and a half. Yeah, 41 and a half. I, I just see this just being like just an awful game to watch. I mean, I just – I don't know. I could be surprised. I mean, it would be far for the show to be wrong, but – No doubt. All right, well, I got him right here. So, T-Bones on Miami minus – the one and a half. And because I'm sure he wasn't here, obviously, he's going to listen to the show. What is? What did you say the season T-bone record? Uh, Six and eight. Six and eight, so he needs this one. We ain't got much games left. Oh, two more games. He, if he, <laughs> we got three more weeks. This Today, one he needs. Yeah. So he can get over 500. If he can run the table the last three, he can get over 500 for the year. He can go nine and eight. Uh, we're, we're rooting for you, T. Even though we both took the Patriots, we're rooting for you. <laughs> All right, uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube or iTunes, SoundCloud, however you listen to the show. Uh, we're on Twitter at House Money Pod. Chalkboard. Uh, chalkboard is at Chalkboard, C-H-A-L-K-B-O-R-E-D underscore H-M. Facebook and Instagram, please rate and review us. Uh, as always, shout out to our executive producers, Z-Man, holding it down at House Money Podcast headquarters. I think you'll be very happy that, uh, Z, our audio is fixed this week. You don't have to go in there and play around with the microphones. Uh, we do appreciate your efforts, sir. It is nice to have the headphones back on. I remember, what, two, three years ago when we first did it, it was like, uh, it was kind of weird getting used to them. But I know without the headphones working, we were still leaning into the mics because it's just one of those, once you start doing it, you kind of crave it. <laughs> no doubt. All right, dude. Well, that sets us up for week 15. Like we mentioned earlier, uh, we got two weeks left after this. We're, we're definitely in the home stretch. Uh, it's kind of been a grind this year a little bit. But, I, again, I appreciate you showing up. We've got a few more weeks May, season four may look a little different. We always adjust the uh, uh, agenda accordingly. So any final words for week 15? No. Uh, like I say, I think this week, and it was either last season or two seasons ago, I was scrolling through some of the old tweets and things out on the uh, Twitterverse. And uh, one of our pre-Christmas shows, we had gone 4-0, and and it was the, the Christmas presents to everyone show. So I would like to, I would like for us to be somewhere like that. We did our six collective picks. I'm really looking for us to go four and two at least on these six picks, dude. If we went four and two, five and one, we we'll we'll do something special next week. If we go above four and two, we'll do something special next week on the show. Four and two, five and one, six and zero. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll do something. Our six picks and the choice cuts out there too. Don't get don't. <laughs> wow, we're still rooting for you, T. Uh, that wasn't the vote of confidence, but no, I mean we just we, we the last few weeks haven't been the best, and now we said, oh look, now we got seven picks out there for you to lose money on this week or win money. We're painting with a broad brush, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Chalk Boy. Well, on that note, uh, shout out to our man T Bone. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. Uh, until then, we're House Money Podcast. We're out.